Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. I grew up in Denver, and I would say my high school experience was pretty typical for someone who always planned on going to college. I took some AP classes, chose electives like choir, writing for the school newspaper, and photography, and found the time to letter in field hockey, basketball, and soccer. The one thing I never did was take a vocational education class. It's now called career and technical education. I didn't think it would help me get into college or provide a starting point for my career aspirations. Throughout the 20th century, there were two systems of education, vocational and general education. But experts say these two tracks created a divide. High school students from lower income backgrounds or those of color were tracked into vocational programs, while students from more privileged backgrounds were placed in rigorous college prep programs. This led to a stigma around vocational education that still exists today. But career and technical education has changed, and so have the attitudes around it. I'm Stephanie Daniel, and this is the Colorado Dream Career Education from KUNC. We're going to examine how a small Metro Denver school district is using career and technical education, also known as CTE, to give students both the job training and the education to prepare them for future success, whether they go directly into the workforce or attend college after graduation. Westminster High School in Westminster is fondly called Westie. It's the home of the Wolves. Because of COVID, students were split into two teams last year. The Alpha team attends class in the morning. And on this Wednesday in early April, school is out at 11.15. Shortly after the final bell, junior Sydney Gomez stands outside the building working on a class project. Hey, what's your last name? Herter, H-E-R-T-E-R. Yeah. Okay. I have one uh, of the grilled cheese? Yeah, the veggie grilled cheese. Oh, veggie. Yeah. Sydney is a culinary student at Westie. She and some classmates are running the high school's brand new Wolf Bites food truck. And then what would you like us to say? Chips. The teachers pre-ordered their meals from a set menu that includes lunch items like a sandwich, wrap, and tomato soup. I'll do the mac and cheese. There's mac and cheese, yeah? Perfect, yeah. Right on. Okay, and then your number is 64. You're gonna share a number with that pretty lady right there? That's good, thank Perfect. you. Of course. After putting several orders on the same ticket, she walks over to the truck and passes it through an open window to sophomore Anita Cordova, who calls them out to the cooks. We need a Cuban french fry with slider soup. Wolf Bites is a professional-grade, industry-standard truck. The exterior is wrapped in a food-themed design in the school colors, black, teal, silver, and white. A wolf is wearing a chef's hat, and right below it, a spatula and whisk are crossed at the handles. Inside, the floor and walls are stainless steel. The students prepped all the food beforehand and pre-cooked a couple things, but they make most of the menu items to order. You guys have Cubans ready? Oh, we have Cubans ready. Two. We need a Cuban? Two. Isaiah Nuanas and Miles Atkins are stationed at the back of the truck, making the grilled cheese sandwiches and dipping a basket of potato strips into the fryer. 
towards the front at the grills, Isau Gonzalez Garay and Richard Rodriguez are cooking small beef patties and toasting bread for grilled cheese sandwiches and sliders. They also heat up pieces of chicken for Constancia Herrera, who's working the cold table. She's assembling barbecue ranch chicken wraps. Service starts out pretty smooth, and the food orders get out quickly. But their workflow slowly starts to unravel. I forgot to put the ranch on. The ranch? Yeah. Just put it on the side. Tickets get mixed up, and orders start to pile up. I can't read that. Tell them to be more legible. Chef! So culinary teacher Chris Hill, or chef, as the students like to call him, steps in to help. Okay, guys, ready? Listen up here. I need all day. I need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a ten orders of sliders. I need three Cubans. As customers wait longer and longer, frustration inside the truck hits a boiling point. I need another ticket for whatever he has. I can't remember all this stuff. He should be written down on tickets. Chicken. Go back over there and reorder for me, please. The kitchen starts to heat up, literally and figuratively. Hey guys, we're never doing a food truck event again. Chef Hill is joking, of course. This was just a practice event. And it's a good thing, given the way the lunch service went today. The students have a long way to go to learn how to run a food truck. But they have less than a month to work out all the kinks. Because Wolf Bites has been booked to cater a real event, Teacher Appreciation Day on Cinco de Mayo. Seeing the lunch disaster that played out today, that seems like a tall order. Westminster Public Schools, or WPS, is one of the smallest districts in Metro Denver, and Westie is the only comprehensive high school and home to the CTE program. Of the nearly 2,200 students enrolled last year, the vast majority were students of color, and most come from low-income households. Ryan McCoy graduated from Westie in 2000. What makes WPS unique is that we're, we're this large community, but at that small town feel. Ryan is president of the Westminster Public Schools Board of Education and the executive director of the Front Range Community College Foundation. He comes from a family of blue-collar, quote, union-bred workers. And because of that, CTE is not only a priority for him, but the community he's lived in all his life. The elderly, you know, when, when they're thinking CTE and some of the trades, it's, it's that hands-on. You know, people still need to know how to use a hammer. Those are the things that they wanted to see happen because that's how they grew up. That's how they know the world. And that's still very much a part of the world. And so we need to create those opportunities. He says, on the other hand, younger families understand that trade industries look a lot different now. Three years ago, Westminster voters approved a tax increase to fund several needs within the school district. One expanded existing career programs. The goal was to expose students to as many opportunities as possible while in school so they can succeed as adults. We're trying to provide a product, if you will, for our students that is customized to their education. And we know that not every student coming through the doors wants that traditional pathway. WPS recognizes that some students will go to work after graduation, while others will go to a community college or four-year university. That's why six years ago, the board decided to revamp CTE from a bunch of elective classes into a robust, comprehensive program. The morning after the Wolf Bites practice event, Chef Chris Hill and a couple culinary students head outside to clean up the food truck. You want to carry that? Miles, I'm going to have you push the cart. The mood is good, considering yesterday's chaos. 
Chef congratulates the students on creating a tasty menu. Uh, even people that I talked to were like, this is seriously the best soup I've ever had. And acknowledges the challenges. The biggest problem that we had on the truck was we don't have anywhere to put the tickets. The food truck is parked in a fence lot behind the school. Chef assigns the first task to Sydney Gomez. Sid, do you want to do the propanes again like you did yesterday? Yep. The practice event was stressful for Sydney, but also a lot of fun. She's got some ideas on how to make the ticket process run smoother. Instead of keeping the tickets in the truck, they should hand it back out, and then people that took the orders should also call out the orders and then put it in a different bucket that's like labeled like completed orders or, you know, so there are easy fixes. For her, cooking is more than just putting food on a plate or filling bellies. Her Hispanic stepfather introduced her to the kitchen when she was a young girl. She told me about her family over Zoom. He just always thought it was important that you know how to cook. He shared a lot of family recipes. He always thought like family was important. The best way to do that is to, is to share food with your family. Back then, they lived in California, and almost every weekend they spent time with his family. Here, she was exposed to a new culture and to new foods. One of her favorite dishes is her grandmother's pozole, which is a traditional Mexican super stew. And I loved all of the food. And yeah, just like spending time with their family, we all were really close, so I feel like that food did help bring us together. Sydney's mom is half Japanese and from Colorado. When the family moved back, she attended Shaw Heights Middle School in Westminster. That's when she first heard about the culinary program. She had gone to Westie to see her older sister's short film, and the culinary students were making drinks and food, which she thought was really cool. One thing that I really like about Westie is how many like career paths they have. And even starting middle school, they'll send some counselors down and they'll talk to the eighth graders and say, OK, well, this is what we have. So if you want to go into construction, here's a construction class. If you like the culinary, here's, you know, the culinary. This is what you have to do to, to get in it and you can even earn college credit. As a freshman, she learned basic techniques, cooked once a week and took lots of notes. Now she's in ProStart, a two-year high school program from the National Restaurant Association Education Foundation. The class still involves note-taking, but she gets to cook more, and that's only increased with the food truck. And I really like that. Like, I get really excited. I love working. Let's dump this out. Um, and then Isaiah, let me show you how to filter the fryer. Back at the food truck, the cleanup continues. The Cinco de Mayo event is still about a month away. The students will have one more chance to practice in a couple weeks. Chef Sydney and Isaiah are spitballing ideas on how to make the next practice run easier. They still have to nail down the menu, but chicken and waffles already made the cut. Well, what we'll do is like, we'll start making waffles like next week, and then we'll freeze them. Mm -hmm. oh. So the day before we're not trying to make 80 waffles. And then that we'll end up with extra. So time consuming. Over the past six years, culinary was not the only program to be transformed. Basically, I'm leading our charge to reinvigorate and energize our CTE pathways in Westminster. That's Lottie Wilson, the district's first ever CTE administrator. She's worked in the district for 15 years, first as a middle school science teacher, then dean at the alternative school, and finally the assistant principal at Westie. 
When Lottie started this job, she says CTE classes were fun and engaging, but not career relevant. Some of the pathways were just disconnected classes that didn't really build on each other. So our first priority was to rebuild our pathways, make sure it starts out with foundational coursework, more exploratory in the middle there, and then that kind of capstone experience for the kids. Three decades ago, Lottie attended a vocational high school in Dallas, Texas, where she enrolled in the photography and film pathway and took band. Coming from a, quote, background of poverty, she says the classes kept her invested in school. I understood the impact that career programming could have on a student's life, especially an at-risk student, because it gives them that hope, that connection to not just today, but looking forward to tomorrow. And it helps to just engage them in school. Westy has 13 CTE pathways that cover a variety of industries, from culinary and construction to business and marketing and graphic design and interactive media. Think of a pathway like a major in college. Right now, it's hard to know how many Westy students are enrolled in CTE classes. They often take more than one at a time, and COVID impacted enrollment last year. During the 2019-2020 school year, nearly 2,400 students attended Westy, and the CTE student count was over 4,000. Coming up, we'll hear how Westy is bringing CTE pathways together to provide unique educational experiences for students. KUNC's Colorado Edition connects you with important people and issues in communities across our state, from policymakers. When the states act together with the federal government to try and bring healthcare policy forward, that's when we end up with the best results. To the arts. I really believe that artists and poets are always at the forefront of culture change. Listen for great conversations about this incredible state we call home. Hear Colorado Edition weekdays at 2.30 or 6.30. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. KUNC is NPR for Northern Colorado, but we are also so much more. Our team of dedicated reporters and producers brings you the stories of people living and working in the place we call home. From reporting on the Colorado River to covering the fentanyl crisis and having that reporting affect legislation to podcasting to connect with new audiences. Help support our growing news service with a membership of just $15 a month. Visit KUNC.org and click donate. I'm Stephanie Daniel, and this is the Colorado Dream Career Education from KUNC. We're exploring how high school is playing an even greater role in training today's workforce. So far, we've been talking about career and technical education, or CTE, at Westminster High School. To see how it works at the state level, I'm at the offices of the Colorado Community College System, or CCCS, to talk with Sarah Heath. I serve as our state director for career and technical education in Colorado. And here we're fairly unique in that we serve K-12 and post-secondary CTE as well as Department of Corrections from one state agency. Most states split up their CTE management among multiple agencies, but Colorado's approach is streamlined. It links to different educational systems, making it easier to make changes across the whole spectrum. There's a focus on what's called a program of study. So how do you connect all the different layers of education? So how do you take a middle school program, link it to a high school program, link it to an area technical college or community college, and then also like bachelor's plus, as well as industry. Colorado CTE programs are divided into six industry sectors that school districts can choose from when building their own specific pathways. 
to get state approval, a CTE pathway must be at least two years and tied to occupations that are high wage, high skill, or in high demand. During the 2019-2020 school year, 34% of all Colorado high school students were enrolled in at least one CTE class. CTE is funded by the state and the Federal Perkins Act. Sarah says CCCS used reserve Perkins funds in 2019 to create the Innovations in CTE grant. Last summer, 12 high schools and colleges received a combined $1.8 million to fund projects that encourage partnerships and reflect innovative ideas or practices. They have to demonstrate either a partnership with a college to high school partnership, um, an industry to either one of those partnership, or a collective of colleges or a collective of districts. Westminster Public Schools received one of these grants, which paid for their food truck. It also helped agriculture expand into hydroponics and upgrade the irrigation system in the greenhouse so CTE students can grow food for wolf bites. Graphic design created the food truck logo and signage. Computer science will create a mobile app and the video students are producing a documentary. We're going to do more of the supporting. Senior Nareli Munoz is sitting in front of a large monitor in a classroom. She's editing an interview with culinary teacher Chris Hill. It's the only food truck in Colorado that I know of that's run completely by students in a culinary program. Nareli is in the advanced documentary filmmaking class, which is part of the video cinema arts pathway. The students have worked on the Wolf Bites documentary for months. She was the director and production manager. And when COVID impacted her classmates' schedules, she stepped in to film and conduct interviews and to edit the project. Just knowing that and successful and come to loved movies and music growing up, but never thought about working in film and television until she was a freshman at Westie and saw Wolf TV, the school's weekly student-produced news show. It sparked my curiosity. I wanted to know how they made it, and then I signed up for the class, I got it, and ever since then I've just continued. Video Cinema Arts started six years ago now, and I built it from the ground up. Chris Williams is the video teacher. After college, he worked at TV stations and a regional sports network before becoming a teacher. When he started at Westie, the pathway had two hand-me-down video cameras and a seven-year-old iMac with basic editing capabilities. I tried to design the class that I wanted to take when I was in high school, because back then I knew I wanted to go into video and film production in some fashion, but there was nothing available. Now they have two dozen iMacs with industry standard editing and motion graphics software. There are also HD cameras, microphones, and a separate studio with a green screen. In addition to the Wolf Bites documentary, the students have produced videos for other CTE programs and created social media marketing videos for a local restaurant. We get to have fun playing in a world of make-believe that also helps build a skill set that they can put to use upon graduation, either going to work as their own freelance production company, going to work for a company or a television station, or taking the next step and going uh, after that college degree. Nareli Munoz started the video pathway her sophomore year, and she's already on her way to becoming an accomplished filmmaker. She and a classmate produced a visual poem that won the grand prize at the district's annual CTE competition and got accepted in the Breckenridge Film Festival.
Nirelli will attend Hofstra University in Long Island, New York this fall, where she plans to major in film and psychology. I fell in love with psychology while taking it here and then also with filmmaking, and I just thought that it would give me a, like a new perspective. I think that once I learned more about psychology, I had a different approach to filmmaking and all that, and I think with more knowledge, it would just really expand my ability to create films. The skills Nayrelli learned at Westie prepared her to get an Adobe Premiere Certificate, which should help her find work as a video editor during college. If you remember, a couple weeks ago, we did the sandwich truck, we did the soft opening. Let's get back to the students running the food truck in the ProStart culinary class. They are now a little over two weeks away from the Cinco de Mayo event they were hired to cater. The students have already learned how to prepare and cook the food. So today, Chef Chris Hill is talking about the business side of running a food truck. We're going to start by costing out each item. So I'm going to show you how to do one. I'm going to do the grilled cheese. Chris has been a chef off and on since 1995. He started working part-time as a teenager, but never took a culinary class in high school because it wasn't offered. The kind of cooking stuff came naturally to me. And so under some guidance of some early chefs and kitchen managers that I worked for, they kind of encouraged me to continue to follow that that career path as I went through high school and then did that. CTE educators in Colorado must have occupational experience in the area they're teaching as well as a teaching credential. If someone is coming from an industry, like an electrician, the state will help them with the credential. On the other hand, if a teacher wants to move to CTE, they might have to participate in a job shadow or get an industry-recognized credential to make the transition. Chris had both. He went to culinary school and eventually got bachelor's and master's degrees in family education. Westy is his first teaching job, and he realized early on that the classroom is much different than a professional kitchen. He couldn't just give students a task and expect them to know what to do. He says patience was key. I really wanted to get to know my students, learn a little bit about them, and get them to kind of trust me that I knew what I was doing, and then kind of get them to start showing them kind of the passion that I had for the business and hope that they would develop a similar passion. That was two years ago, and Chris was recently named ProStart Teacher of the Year. Ever since he started, he's wanted a food truck and was instrumental in getting the funding for it. He thought a mobile kitchen would be a great way for the students to get the hands-on experience that isn't possible in a classroom. Get in there, get hands-on, feel the heat, feel the pressure, you know, have the fun associated with running it. Students can get industry certifications if they pass the ProStart exams. And through a partnership with Metropolitan State University of Denver, they can also earn six college credits. They should be able to go in at not necessarily a higher seniority, but a higher pay level because of the certifications they have, because of their knowledge, because of their experience. Five, six, seven, eight. And finally, it's May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Westy is celebrating Teacher Appreciation Day, and the administration paid for Wolf Bites to cater a Mexican lunch. If the practice events were breakfast at a diner, this is the grand opening of a five-star restaurant. The food truck is parked on the north side of the building, next to a large parking lot. The school band is playing, and it's a festive affair. The culinary students are decked out in gray t-shirts. On the front, in the upper left corner written in blue, is Wolf Bites, Take a Bite of the Wild Side. The menu includes favorites like street tacos, a vegan burrito, and churros. Outside the truck, Sydney Gomez is taking orders. And each um, order comes with chips and salsa, which is over there, a drink, and uh, a churro. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's Great. Remember.
The atmosphere inside the truck is focused, but a lot more relaxed compared to the practice event a month ago. Mexican corn and beans. Six students are cranking out the orders. Pretty one coming up. Chicken enchilada, Mexican corn, beans, churro. Chef Hill has installed ticket rails, which help organize the orders, and the students are working much better as a team. The food is coming out quicker, and the teachers love it, including CTE administrator Lottie Wilson. One of my teachers said it's the best street tacos he ever had, and I agree, baby. While Sydney and her classmates are more comfortable cooking in the truck, there's still a lot to learn about the whole Wolf Bites operation. Chef Hill taught them how to figure out the cost of food and to price menu items to make a profit. But they haven't put that into practice yet. This is their first real event, and they are just savoring the moment. Hey guys, I just peeped at the food in the boxes. It looks amazing, those tacos. Oh my gosh, I'm like drooling, because all I want right now is a taco. I like want to shut the whole truck down just so we can eat tacos. Good job. Wolf Bites has several gigs lined up this semester. The students will cater events for both the high school and the district. Westie's CTE students were asked to take a survey at the end of last semester. Out of the 445 who responded, three quarters plan to pursue a two or four year degree, and nearly a third said they will be the first in their family to attend college. Sydney plans to go to a community college and then continue on to a university. She's interested in culinary and business. I love cooking, but I also love customer service and, and like the business aspect of it. And I feel like that's a new thing that I really like because before I was like, oh, well, I just want to cook. But being in the food truck, you know, I was the one that mainly took the orders for both events. And so I kind of got a taste for that. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of like talking to customers and seeing chefs do like the receipts and all that stuff. I was like, OK, well, that's something that I'm really into. To learn more about Wolf Bites, the culinary students and watch the Westie Food Truck documentary, go to KUNC.org. In our next episode, we'll share the story of Saida Villalobos and her college-bound journey. As a very young uh, kid, I was always interested in medicine, especially uh, because I'm a really empathetic person. And the impact her career path is having on her and her family. I'm Stephanie Daniel. The Colorado Dream Career Education is a production of KUNC. It was reported, written, and produced by me, with editing and production help from Ray Solomon. Brian Larson is the editor, and Jackie High is the digital editor. Our theme music is by Matthew Simonson, and other music is by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Tammy Turwelp and Jason Gonzalez. The story was produced as part of the Higher Education Media Fellowship at the Institute for Citizens and Scholars. The fellowship supports new reporting into issues related to post-secondary career and technical education.